Hey everyone, today we are going to talk about the power of imperfectionism and what it says about you and your business. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard, and yet in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Angela Reeder. And I'm Jessie Valle. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. So today's episode is actually inspired by a TikTok I saw about three hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was an interview with one of the founders of Girls Who Code which is a fantastic thing. I love it. She was talking about the interviewer asked her about a quote she had read of this ladies that said, we teach boys to be brave and girls to be perfect. And she was asking her about that. And the founder was saying she had this experience that had been shared with her and that she had seen where they would set up the girls who code programs and they would, you know, kind of tell the girls, okay, this is how, what we're doing, this is how you do it. And they would just kind of sit there in front of the screens and they would raise their hand and she would go over and she would look and there would be just this blank text editor sitting in front of them. And the girl would say, I don't know what to code or I don't know what to write to make the code work. And she said, looking at it, looking at this blank text editor, it looked like this little girl had been just sitting there in front of the computer for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. But when she started to hit the undo button, she would see all of these different attempts at writing the code they were working on. But because we've kind of socialized this perfectionism into especially girls, they would rather show you nothing and act like they don't have any idea and then get it perfect with help then say, hey, I tried this thing. It's not working. I don't understand why. Can you help me? And I told Jesse, I think I see that a lot, especially with moms of businesses where we don't really want to say, I have a business. I run a business. I do this thing because we're not making six figures. It still looks messy. We're still in the beginning stages. We don't feel like we have it figured out. It's not perfect. So we don't want to show or share or even admit, like, I'm working on this thing and I need help because, you know, we've got this perfectionism kind of ingrained into ourselves. Yeah. When you first told me that story, it reminded me of an art project my daughter and I were working on this weekend. Like, mine was turning out crazy. Like, we were using paints and some of the paints, you know, would like blend together. And so, you know, they would end up being like, ugly brown gray puddle messes (laughs) but I just kept going I was just like dab in the paint dab in the paint I was having fun with the process and I look over at my daughter and she's literally trying to paint white over the whole thing I'm like what are you doing and she's like I just want to start over because she had mixed it up so much she hated it that bad and it wasn't perfect in her mind she wanted to paint over the whole thing so I was nice. And I took away the paper. I gave her a new one and she started all over again. She didn't have to paint the whole thing white and start over. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I was just 
shocked that she couldn't just accept the messy parts of it, mm-hmm. accept the way that it changed. She would rather just toss away all that work she did and start over than accept yeah. something different than what she had had in her mind. And um, I, I will be the first to admit my daughter struggles with perfectionism, but not because I've tried to instill that in her. It's just – right something in her and I'm actually trying to break it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it's so strong. And I feel that yeah. way for – don't get me wrong. I know that I have that quality to a bit and a lot of people do, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to break, kind of like you said, admitting that maybe I need help or, hey, I'm just starting something. It's not perfect, but here it is. Um, I've actually had a couple different people – not yell at me, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they see in my background our marketing mom's book. And they're like, you wrote a book? I'm like, yeah, like a year and a half yeah. ago. And they're like, why Why didn't you tell anybody? And I was like, I don't know. It's just Where a can I get bit. it? Uh, yeah. com. I mean, like, <laughs> I just – I don't know. It, it also feels – I think because of the same thing, like – Okay, so if they get the book, like we don't have our business quote unquote figured out. Right. So it's really like I don't want to share it, but at the same time, it's like, well, I really love this podcast. I should be sharing it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And the book was, it was the first thing we did for Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have any idea what we were doing. It was fun. The book Mm -hmm. is good. So, you know, if you're interested, please get it. But it it felt messy to make. It did. To write, yes. to produce. And so it feels like, oh, I don't want to tell people about it because I don't want them to get it. Be like, this isn't perfect. It's not, you know, yeah. whatever. I mean, we weren't shooting for the New York Times list here, no, okay? No. <laughs> no, but it, it was, was a lot of fun. <laughs> like self-publishing and uh-huh. writing a book together. But That's yeah, true. Like we got a lot of really cool well. experience that I think a lot of people would admire and want to learn more about. But yeah, it was – it's messy. Oh, yeah. It's a good way to put yeah. it. It's messy. We don't like messy. And, you know, my girls are the same way. I am not a perfectionist, but I do find myself not sharing things if mm-hmm. they're not perfect. I mean, for years, I know we've told the story on the podcast before about for years, how long I had my business before I finally said like, oh, I run a business. Yeah. Uh, And even that was the, my husband, you're not a stay at home mom. You own a business. Yeah. (laughs) Because it didn't feel like a, you know, quote unquote business. You know, I wasn't fortune 500 making six figures. Mm -hmm. You know, it was still messy. I was still finding my way, trying to navigate things. I still am. So it felt weird to say I own a business. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of this is obviously just mental. It's mm-hmm. all in your head. It's all your own perspective. I know it's it's another thing you see like everywhere. And I'm not much into the woo-woo, but there are certain aspects that are very science-based that are just mm-hmm. true. And one of those I saw recently are it, – it's the power of the mind. I actually saw two different things. One was – um, this really cool clip from an old Oprah episode 
where she's like holding a string with a coin at the bottom or something. Mm-hmm. And she just imagines in her mind that it swings one way. And then the guy tells her to imagine it swinging the other way and it magically starts swinging the other way. Mm-hmm. And then he said, start imagining it going in circles and it starts going in circles. And I mean, like she's just holding it straight. Right. And he's like, subconsciously, what you believe, your body, all your molecules just, they embody that and they make it happen. Yeah. And then another one that I saw was Gary V. <laughs> I mean, some people love him. Some people hate him. He's a very strong personality, but I think the man has very – he has a lot of really great advice to give. And one of the things was just like, yeah, if you believe you can, you can. If you believe from the get-go, you can't, you won't. Like, it's yeah. as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've heard the, that quote, If whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Right. And going along with that, I shared a video with my kids the other day talking about a study where they had divided up these basketball players to practice free throws. Mm -hmm. And they had like the control group that didn't do anything. And they had the group that practiced on the court for 30 minutes a day. And then they had another group that went to the gymnasium and they just practiced in their mind. Mm -hmm. And they showed almost as much improvement as the group that actually practiced. I think that's a quote that um, Michael Phelps, the Olympic Mm -hmm. swimmer, used is he said that he would just imagine himself winning over and over again. Guess what? He did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He won a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it's important to actually do the work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're not saying, you know, Jesse and I, neither of us are super into the woo stuff. So we're not saying like, just imagine yourself making six figures like But having that in your head of, I can do this, I'm going to do this, visualizing it getting done can Mm -hmm. help it help you take those steps in reality and make them feel not quite as big and scary. If you already imagined, okay, I'm going to reach out to this client, I'm going to push this new product, I'm going to try something new with my Instagram marketing and imagined it going well, it can make it seem a little less scary to actually do the thing. I'm going to hold my boundary with my clients. I'm going to raise my rates with my clients. Like think about the little scary things that are hard to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've had to do that a lot lately too. Like I'm going to hold my boundaries. I'm terrible at boundaries. But if I imagine that I do it and what I'm going to say and that it goes perfectly, it gives me that more boost of confidence to actually do it in real life. Right. And we see this becoming a problem a lot because of the like the Instagram culture of mm-hmm. you only see what people let you see. You only see the perfectly done Pinterest worthy dinner. You only see the video clip of your child doing something really their child doing something really smart. <laughs> Yeah. Or you only see their perfectly clean kitchen in the background. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't see the messiness that goes along with that. You don't see the the over and over repetition of trying to teach your child something. You don't see the mess they've made trying to make that perfect Instagram worthy dinner. <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't see that part. We don't share those parts. And the more we, as a society, don't share those parts, the harder it becomes to share or to ask for help 
the more we compare the messy thing that I'm trying to do and can't figure out with this influencer that seems to have everything all together and everything's perfect and it's just working for them. And why? Like, well, it's not. That's just, they're only showing you the finished product. Right. That's a really good point. It's almost like you're about to have company and you just grab all the toys and shove them in the closet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, and, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I, I saw it somewhere, I think on Instagram or whatever, but can you tell that Angela and I apparently spend a lot of time on social media? Either that or we're just always inspired by social media. Anyway, <laughs> I saw this thing about like a couple like moms were just like, hey, come over. Let's hang out. And the moms walk in and they're wearing like sweatpants and the toys are everywhere. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, I really love you when I don't clean and I don't get dressed for you. <laughs> don't get dressed for you. Yes, exactly. I remember reading in a book a long time ago, like a housekeeping tips book or something where it was talking mm -hmm. about if you're going to have company, take a laundry basket and grab all of the stuff that is out mm -hmm. that shouldn't be and stick it in your shower and like pull the curtain shut because nobody should be going in there looking in your shower. And if they are, they deserve to see the mess. Like, yeah, but we do that a lot. Like we have come, even if it's family, you know, in-laws come over yeah. and we scramble everything up, shove it in a closet, shove it in the shower. You know, stick it in the oven, whatever. Mm -hmm. Stick all the dirty dishes in the oven <laughs> so that yeah. nobody can see them because we don't want to show the imperfect part. And the truth is like all of everything we do is imperfect. Nobody's perfect. Nobody does everything perfect. We can come really close and make it look perfect for a mm -hmm. half a second so we can take a picture of it or for three <laughs> minutes so we take a video of it on TikTok, but it's never really perfect. But that does it not also perpetuate the culture of being perfect? Because let's say that you go to someone's house and it's so clean and you're like, oh my gosh, their house is so clean. I am a pig. I mm -hmm. wish I could be more like Susie, homemaker. And nope. you just feel terrible because their house is clean. Yes. But yeah. if you walk in and you think, wow, Miss Susie is like thebomb.com and she is so cool and I can only aspire to be that mom. And then you see, oh, wow, she's got crumbly Play-Doh over there she never cleaned up. And, yep. oh, you know, wow, all the Legos are dumped on the floor and like two are yeah. actually in the bin like they're supposed to be. Yes. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> she's real <laughs> because this is yes. reality. We do it to ourselves and we do it to each other. And yes. how we deal with our perfectionism has a big impact in our business. And it says a lot about us as people. You know, can we handle sharing that imperfectness with each other? Can we take mm -hmm. that step and and do a thing even though it's not going to be perfect? Jesse's favorite phrase, done is better than perfect. Um, oh, it's a phrase, but it's really hard to follow. <laughs> I know. She hates it. I tell her all the time. Done is better than perfect. And I'm like, I know, but uh, I need to make it perfect. <laughs> I know. But to be fair, she tells me, set your boundaries and raise your rates all the time. So it <laughs> yeah, it's all good. But yeah, it, it really can have a big impact in your business and can really say a lot about kind of your flexibility as a person Mm -hmm. And your willingness to take risks. Because I think our feelings about perfectionist, perfection and perfectionism um, 
says a lot about our ability to take risks and chances in our business and our life. And that kind of fear of failing, fear of embarrassment we've talked about, um, we talked Mm -hmm. about with some of our guests too, about that fear of kind of falling on your face and embarrassing yourself. It's that fear of not being perfect. It's the fear Mm -hmm. of having people look at us being like, oh, they don't have it all together or, Mm -hmm. oh, they didn't do that exactly the right way. Is that's kind of the root of that fear of embarrassment and failure is that fear of not being perfect or not being seen as perfect. And in reality, people will see past a lot of that and mm-hmm. be like, wow, you wrote a book? That's so cool. <laughs> Who cares what's inside it? Right. Oh, whoa. Like, uh, I remember when I first started posting videos, which Everyone, I will get Angela to do it someday. I'm working on it. So when (laughs) I first started posting videos, it was really scary because I'm like, these aren't perfect. Like I'm not using some fancy quality camera. I'm using my iPhone and, um, you know, I maybe my makeup isn't perfect that day or my hair's not done just right or like I worry about it being perfect and then other people are like, wow. I loved what you said. Like it wasn't even about mm-hmm. how I looked. It was about the content or, hey, I saw you on Instagram the other day. Way to go for making videos. Like it, it has absolutely nothing to do. They never mention how I look. They never mention the quality of the video. They talk about the content. Mm-hmm. What did the video say? How did the video make them feel? Congratulations to me for putting myself out there. Yes. So what does imperfectionism say about you and your business. It says that you are prioritizing getting something out there, even if it's not perfect, because the time it would make you to, the time it would take you to make it perfect, you would rather spend prioritizing something else. Mm -hmm. I would rather prioritize playing with my kids in the evening than cleaning up after them every single day. Yes. I would rather prioritize the home-cooked meal or having, you know, the, the, let me, let me rephrase that. I would rather prioritize my kids playing in the sugar and flour and getting it all (laughs) over the place than having less to clean up because they weren't a part of the cooking process. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my son thinks my sugar bowl is sand because every time I pull out the sugar, he's like, oh, I want to help. All he wants to do is dump, like scoop up the sugar (laughs) and dump it back in. Like, you don't want to help. You just want to play in the sugar. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I know. So last week, I know I shared the video of my open and close sign that Jesse loves so much for Mm -hmm. my kitchen. And this week, I will try to remember to share. I have a sign, and you've probably seen similar signs. Have you seen the ones that say, like, excuse the mess, my children are making memories that people Mm -hmm. sometimes hang in their homes? Okay, I have one that a friend of mine made, and it says, excuse the mess, my children are making memories. But then the making memories part is crossed out, and underneath it, it just says feral. (laughs) Um, So excuse the mess, my children are feral. (laughs) Uh, And I have, it's, it's huge. It's like probably two feet by two and a half feet hangs in my living room. Everybody gets a kick out of it. 
Um, <laughs> but it is one of my daily reminders that my house is not going to be perfect. I have three mm-hmm. kids. They're very crazy. They're very energetic. They love getting into things. Like you said, they love getting into the sugar and the flour and they love trying new things and experimenting with stuff. My kids were color scientists the other day. They came running through, mm-hmm. we're going to be color scientists and took off to the bathroom. I don't know what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be color scientists. Okay, go be a color scientist. Go, you know, what was it? Mrs. Uh, Magic School Bus. Um, mm, take Ms. chances. Frizzle. Yes, Miss Frizzle. Take chances, make mistakes, get messy. Uh, <laughs> so, and I think that we forget that. I loved Magic School Bus growing up. I mm-hmm. was excited to share it with my kids, but we forget that part of take chances, make mistakes, get messy, do mm-hmm. the thing, learn, experience, and, you know, one of the things, if you can do that in your business, if you can take chances, make mistakes, get messy, learn, experience, try things, it can make your business feel really, really exciting and really, yeah. really inspiring to you. It can really kind of liven up where you're not like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this today. You can be like, I get to try something new today. I get to do something different today. I get to yeah. try out this thing that I thought, or I get to see what happened to the thing I tried yesterday. Uh, it can really, when you set aside that idea of everything has to be perfect all of the time, always, it can really, really help move your business forward because you are more willing to take those risks. I love that. Man, we just inspired me. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I want to go take chances. <laughs> no, I do. I want to go take chances. I want to jump in. I want to get messy. I want to tell myself that I'm confident in things that I'm a little scared I'll do imperfectly. Even Mm -hmm. in, and I think that sometimes even in, you know, whether you run your own business or you are an employee working for someone, you have those moments where you fear, oh, I'm not going to do this perfectly. Am I doing exactly what they expect of me? Versus I own this role. I am made for this role. I have the experience for this role and I'm going to rock it. Yeah. And so like step into whatever it is that you're going to do today. And maybe it's, I am a bad mama. Yes. I am going to rock motherhood today. Mm -hmm. My kids are going to be happy, healthy, and love life. Yes, and as long exactly. as I do those things, who cares about my husband yelling last night as he tripped over toys on the stairs? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I yes. told you for days those toys were there. Because he's like running down the stairs, you know, like, ah, toys. I'm like, yeah, I told <laughs> yeah. you those toys were there. <laughs> but guess what? The kids had so much fun tossing the toys down the banister like a slide and that's why all the toys ended up halfway down the (laughs) stairs (laughs) see how far you can get them down the banister who can get them the farthest before they Mm -hmm. fall off yep Yep. (laughs) um (laughs) anyway go out and own the day that is our that's our um challenge for this week challenge why do i always want to say homework yes that's your challenge for the week go out and own it whatever it is that you're trying to do own it yes embrace the imperfectionism you got this thank you for joining us today we're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time 
If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're ready for next steps, free goodies, and more, head over to marketingmomspodcast.com. We'll see you next week.